So, unbelievable significance. John 1, verse 5, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Here we are on Christmas Eve, the end of Advent. We're on the cusp of welcoming the baby, baby Jesus, King Jesus, Saviour Jesus, who was to come and who has come. Many of us will be up early tomorrow. I'm not over the fact that I have teenagers and they still get up very early. That's not right, is it? Because what the promise is, is that they get up early as little ones and they sleep in as big ones. No, not the case in my household. So some of us will be up very early tomorrow, including me. Uh, Some of you are early risers anyway. And it will probably be dark when lots of us wake up and the light will gradually peek through. The dawn will come. The opening verses of John's Gospel introduce us to Jesus straight away, first out as the incarnation of God. If you've read anything of John's Gospel before, you'll know it's not really like the other Gospels. Uh, Matthew, Mark and Luke are similar. They're called the Synoptic Gospels, which means seeing together, having the same view, because they include many of the same stories in a similar sequence and with similar meaning. John's Gospel is quite distinct. John's Gospel begins not at Jesus' conception or his birth, but at the conception of the cosmos. No angels, no swaddling clothes, no sheep entering the scene to deflect from John's essential point, which is that God, through whom whom the world was created, the one who gives light to all people, became a human being. God lived among us and died among us. And this one human being, out of all the billions who have lived, God's own glory shone with life-giving light. Jesus came to bring the light of God's life into a spiritually dark and dying world. Now, I'm wearing this jumper today. I don't, can you see it from the back? I'm, I'm wearing it for a reason. Um, it says, believe on it. Now, I don't know if you remember anything about this, but this jumper actually became quite famous last Christmas. Um, it's from M&S. Other clothing retailers are available. And uh, it was part of their normal women's range. But in early December, the Bishop of Horsham tweeted a picture of all the female clergy in, Ch- in the Chichester Diocese um, wearing this jumper. And um, it just went viral, and it triggered hundreds of other church leaders to do the same. And it was in the national press. Hundreds and hundreds of women ministers bought this jumper, and I posted on social media under the hashtag Team Believe. Here are the um, Anglican clergy in Chichester wearing the jumper. And here are 400 women ministers all wearing the jumper. The Baptists joined in as well. And I never want to miss out on a bandwagon. I also bought the jumper, but I'd have to tell you, I didn't jump on a bandwagon at the right time. I bought it half price in the sale after Christmas. (laughs) But I'm still on Team Believe. So it's getting another outing this year. Now, of course, M&S weren't didn't they? they didn't, it was just part of their normal clothing range. They didn't have any kind of spiritual overtones in producing this jumper. But it caught on as a group of ministers decided to declare, at this time of year, believing is what we do. 
I am on team believe. We who are here to worship the baby Jesus, King Jesus, the light of the world, we are on team believe. I believe the Christmas story of the incarnation. I believe, we believe, that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The Christmas story is not glossy Christmas cards, fresh, clean straw in a tidy manger. It's actually about the reality of a dark world that needed and still needs the light to shine. Jesus was born into a real world where there was violence and suffering. And he comes today to dark places too. Jesus, the light of the world, shines in the darkness. In the UK, in Ukraine, in Iran, in our lives, Jesus shines in the darkness. John says at the beginning, it says, in the beginning was the word. And what did the word do? If we read a bit further on in John 1, it says this in verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And I love the message uh, version of this. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory. Flesh and blood moved into town in order to show the glory and the light of God. I don't know how many of you have read the book To Kill a Mockingbird. It's a staple text for GCSE English. And Atticus says to his young daughter, Scout, you never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view, until you climb into his skin and walk around in it. And this is what God did for us. He walked around in our skin. And he did that to bring the light of God into the darkness. And I guess I just want to say in this more reflective time together that Christmas isn't, isn't really just an invitation to kind of pretend for a few days. You know, let's park that all is not right with the world and have fun and celebration. It's the opposite. What an incredible opportunity Christmas is to remember that God is deeply affected by human pain, so much so that he was prepared to take on human form to enter into that pain. And as he did so, God himself brought eternal light. And as we sit today on the cusp of Christmas Day, there's lots of joy and family and food and presents. We don't need to diminish all that. I love all of that. But let's own to the darkness, that the world is dark in many ways. In the wars around the globe, Ukraine, in Israel, Gaza, dozens of other nations, in areas where Christians are persecuted for their faith, like Iran, in the hunger and the famine of places like Yemen, in the turmoil in our own nation and in our politics, in the UK cost of living crisis, pushing many into poverty, and into the trouble and difficulty in our personal lives too. You may be here today, as we sometimes describe it, and are feeling out of sync with the season, maybe through illness, disappointment, loss or struggle. Life can be hard for us and for those that we love. Today, I want to remind you that we are on Team Believe. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus came. He will come again. And in between, we pray that his light will come and keep on coming.
So as part of our Christmas Eve worship and prayer, I'm going to suggest that we light some candles as a defiant act of hope, pointing to the one who shines in the darkness. It's going to read you this quote from Howard Thurman. I will light candles this Christmas, candles of joy, despite all sadness, candles of hope, where despair keeps watch, candles of courage for fears ever-present, candles of peace for tempest-tossed days, candles of grace to ease heavy burdens, candles of love to inspire all my living, candles that will burn all the year long. And I want to invite anyone who'd like to, to come and light a candle. Candles declaring light into the darkness. You might want to light a candle for a person or a place. It might be that you have a particular place of darkness on your heart, somewhere in the world, a country, a region, an area, a home. Or you might like to light a candle for a person, someone that you know who needs the light of Jesus to break in to some personal darkness, maybe. Someone who needs healing, perhaps to remember someone that you've lost. Someone who is in their own dark place and needs peace. Or come and light a candle for yourself, inviting the light of Jesus to break in and bring you peace and help. So we're just going to do that now, and we're not going to hurry. Calvin and Tabitha are going to sing for us at some point, beautiful Christmas song. And what I suggest is that we just take the next bit of time for this. There's no hurry. You can sit and enjoy the space before, during your candlelighting and after. And we'll give a little bit of time. But whenever you want to, why don't you just come forward and light a candle? So let me pray. And then we'll do that. And our prayer is... Help us believe. Help us know, Jesus, that we are on team believe. Help us to trust that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And we come in faith and trust as we light candles today.